This is a podcast. This is the Stone Genius with the Stone Genius. Eh. Something new I was trying, did not like. So you will never hear that again unless I forget. Happy 420, 420, 420. I said I was going to research this. I did. The very minimal amount of research that I could do for this topic, I did for this topic. You're welcome. Um, so 420, uh, first of all, hey, if you're already listening to the show, thank you. Please share with someone you have not shared with, whether you like them, dislike them, somewhere in between, just share it. Just say, hey. They say, I thought you hated me. I do, and I think you'll hate this, so that's why I'm sharing it with you. I don't give a shit. Let them try it. Maybe they like it. I don't know if people know who Mikey is. Get Mikey. He'll try it. It was some cereal. Life cereal, maybe? I don't know. What do I look like? Einstein? No, it's Einstein very much. Hey, society. I think since my surgery last week, because I have spent so much time indoors, that I'm becoming really paranoid. I look outside, and it looks like someone's, like, doing the lawn, but yet they're watching me. And they look too smart to be doing the lawn. And you're like, oh, you shouldn't say that. Me, shouldn't I? I mean, I would do the lawn. That would actually be a perfect job for me. I could be in the, if it was a sitting lawnmower. What is the standing up shit? What on earth? Who on earth goes, I want to mow all day and I could sit, however, standing. And maybe there's something to it. Maybe there is some advantage to using a stand up industrial mower as opposed to a seated industrial mower. I am lazy, so I would rather, and especially if I'm standing, if I'm going to stand, I might as well walk. I mean, I wonder if they have any feeling, because I think they lean up against a thing. I don't know. just seems like if you're getting vibrated on for 8 to 12 hours a day that eventually you would lose feeling in that groinular area. It's 420. I looked it up. Fucking kids trying to find... So the deal was this story via Wikipedia. I believe that's the website I went to. Uh, The whole 420, there's uh, someone, I believe they said Coast Guard, that could no longer tend to a field. They've been shipped out, transferred out, something. I don't know. So anywho, these kids were going to go meet and try to find this field in this stash and they were all involved in sports after high school so they the earliest they could all meet together was 420 so it became 420 lois 420 row 420 so that's so everyone would know what time and then they just draw it would be 420 and so they would know that's what they were going to look for because they could never find it it just became synonymous with smoking marijuana at that time of day, which I don't understand. 
I'm going to get to that. I don't understand time frames. I know they're for someone else. I know they're for you to feel better. But if you really felt that bad about it, you wouldn't maybe have thought about it. Like I'm talking about like if people are like, oh, well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Oh, uh, it's 420 somewhere. Why does it have to be 420 anywhere? Why can't you just smoke when it's 1008? It's 420 somewhere. No, it's 408 somewhere. I think there's some time zones. I want to say I'm not positive about this, but I am also a genius. So that makes me pretty positive about this. But I think there's some time zones that are not on the hour. They're actually on the half hour. I should probably look that shit up before I say it. I don't care. It's 420. What are you going to do? First of all, I guess that's for 420. Congratulations, applause, everyone's excited about it. I miss my theme song. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 nope. <sighs> so I, I had written like a week ago when I was starting to plan this out, when someone reminded me that 420 was this week. Because I would have gotten to today and been halfway through tomorrow's show. Because I'm recording this on Tuesday the 19th for 420. So that's why if it sounds like I'm less than enthusiastic about it being 420, it's because I'm still in pregame mode. I am still hours away from it actually being 420, even though you're not getting privy of this until at least 420. That being said, actually, I don't know why... I thought this was going to be some big... Oh, I was going to say that I would have been doing this show tomorrow, which would have been Thursday's show for the 21st. And I probably would have looked up at the clock on the wall, which has the temperature that I always look at in the room. And then it has the day of the week and the date. And I would have said, oh, 420. Ha. And then, yeah. So at least I was made aware of 420 prior to my actually getting to the date. So thank you for whoever reminded me of this 420. I have never had plans on 420. And I rarely smoke with anyone. I had a neighbor that I used to smoke with and she moved away. Uh, Hey, Jana. I mean, not, doesn't matter, no last names here. Uh, Anywho, or maybe I didn't smoke. Maybe they were doing CBD, plain hemp. I don't know. So I didn't throw anyone under the bus, probably. Uh, I will tell you that I am, uh, I had surgery Thursday. So like, I'm like five days in. Post-op. And, oh my gosh, I am about to go insane. I can't play video games. I have started so many movies. I thought that I was going to go back and watch classics from my youth. They were going to be like, I did make it through Close Encounters of the Third Kind yesterday. The director's cut from like 2000-something or other. I did not like the additions that they put in. 
Um, I'm pretty sure those were additions. I don't remember a big... There's actually a lot more of that movie that I forgot than what I remembered. Here is something that I think is interesting. I have always said, Bobby understands this, that if a UFO, if I'm driving somewhere and a UFO comes down in front of me and opens up and they're like, hey, you want to come on, come aboard or something like that, or even if they didn't, if it just opened the door, I would go look. And then if I was like, and this is the honest to God's truth, because I am so temperature-oriented, and I can't help it. I do not like being cold. And I don't mean like cold. I mean, I don't like the discomfort of my skin being under like 90 degrees. I could just go out and lay in the sun and be in the sun all day long. Oh, yeah. I almost want to become a Republican because I hear that Tucker Carlson thinks that you should tan your balls. And I will not disagree with that. So I am glad to say that I finally agree with something that Tucker Carlson said, and that is balls should be tan. And that's there's no rim shot there because I'm not. I don't want you to think that <laughs> he's saying a joke and then you get one of these because you're not getting one of those. It really should be when we talk about tan balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly what should be. No tan lines. That's that's my motto. No tan lines. I wonder if Bobby. Now, I wanted to just be cremated and given away or shot via catapult into a grave, which honestly would probably liquefy my body. I don't think people, I don't think there's going to be someone that's going to get it. I don't think that there's going to be someone, maybe Trinity, uses that engineering mind of theirs and their beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, and then they're set at this angle. And that is not what Trinity sounds like. Trinity sounds like this. Set it at this angle. Oh, that sounded exactly the same. So evidently, in my mind, that's what Trinity sounds like. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I know that Trinity listens to these shows at very odd times. Like, I got a text at 4 a.m. this morning, our time, saying that they just listened to the show with Mo and that they needed to be on the show immediately. So... Morgan, our oldest, Trinity, our youngest, they will be on this weekend. Morgan here in studio, Mo and Roe here in studio, and Trinity will be joining us via satellite. And by satellite, I mean phone. But I don't know for sure. Maybe it goes through a satellite. Beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. And that's what it sounds like, too. Oddly enough, American sound satellites sound much like Stephen Hawking. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. I want to have sex with you, Bobby. Oh, Stephen. If you have not listened to the shows where I talk about Bobby's infatuation with Stephen Hawking and doing this weird-ass role-play stuff, I think I've done episodes on them. Maybe I haven't. I don't know. Okay, so 420... Here's the thing in the Kansas City area. A lot of the local 
sheriffs and police departments are putting out warnings about 420. Remember that stone driving is impaired driving or driving under the influence, um, blah, blah, you know, all, all this stuff. Which, so Kansas City, if you are not geographically inclined to understand, straddles Kansas and Missouri. Missouri, medicinally legal. Kansas, no way, shape, or form legal. So you have some people that could be doing this legally, medically, and and then everyone else. But I just don't know a lot of people. They're like, oh, it's the stoner's holiday. And it's like, well, if you're a stoner, it's not really a holiday. It would be more like, so it'd be like Easter. I don't know the exact number, but I do know that there is a percentage of people that only attend church on Easter every year, or at least pre-pandemic wise. And I have a feeling that they would be the 420 people. The people that are only going to smoke once a year, the day that they're going to do it would be 420, just because they feel involved, not involved, they uh, like a member of the society, and not the society that you're used to, not the society that's after me, the International IQ Society. Just in case I disappear, I mean, I'm not pointing out, there is no one, I'm not, there's no one in this society that I would point a finger at. It would be more, I believe, that they're, as a whole, that they're out to get me. Don't know that for a fact. I am just saying, I've seen, the birds that have been perched outside my window lately they they look odd, and then when I listen to them chirp, they're like beep boop beep beep boop boop. So I don't know. I'm just saying, if I disappear, don't discount the International High IQ Society just because they're a bunch of geeks or virginiuses. Hey, society, what's up? Don't kill me <clears throat> with your fake birds that you put outside my house. See, this is, I, I'm telling you, at some point, my podcast will be introduced into a court, and they'll be like, well, listen to what he said. I'll be like, this was the episode where he talked about birds that went at, that were outside his window that went beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep. And I know that was a totally different sound than what I did originally. However, give no shits. Uh, what else? Uh, 420. So like, so they say it's a stoner's holiday and that's what doesn't make any sense. If you're a stoner, then it's not a holiday to you. It's just another day to you. In fact, it'd be frustrated to you because this year it's a Wednesday. I mean, I guess it breaks up your hump day. You get the hump while you're taking it. No. Uh, but I, it's not a stoner's holiday. I mean, it is, but it isn't. They, it's whatever. And the whole thing about needing it to, oh, it's 420 somewhere, who gives a shit? Like, I remember when, so like, here's the thing I don't understand. How come a Bloody Mary or a mimosa is okay early in the morning, but 
if you want to do a shot of fireball, people look at you weird. I don't give a shit. I don't I don't drink mimosas. I've tried one. You know what it tastes like? Champagne with a splash of orange juice in it. Yeah, I know that's what it is, but I'm not a champagne drinker. The bubbly just don't do it for me. And I know it may not be champagne from the Valley of Champania or wherever that is in France. Champagne. Now someone will probably reach out and say you said that incorrectly. And yeah, well, what can you do? Uh, let's just pretend like this is me right now. Seriously, this, uh, I have a broken cart, I think. I can't. Oh, it could be dead, too. Jeez, maybe I shouldn't use it so much. Oh, yep. (sighs) Fizzle sticks. Thought I'd barely been doing that today. I'm just kidding. I know I've been doing that a lot. Because it's 420. Right, everyone? Let's see. Uh, I assume more people will reach out to me on this day. Yeah, I don't get that. I've mentioned this on an earlier podcast because everyone wants to always tie everything in. So, like, I'm sure, like, if I said to anyone, hey, you want to go grab lunch tomorrow outside of Bobby, which I I wouldn't because I don't want to hang out with anyone outside of Bobby. But if I did, let's say, they w- their response would be like, oh, is there like a stoner thing you want to go to or, or something? Oh, though, I believe that Wednesday was Wings Day at Hooters and 420 and Hot Wings. Bobby and I used to get, do that all the time. Oh, when the kids were small, the Hooters near us, kids ate free like every night <clears throat> up to a certain age. So up to that age, we used to go and if we got waters to drink, the four of us could eat for like under 20. And that was with a nice tip for the young lady. I was going to say the waiter or waitress, but I have never seen a waiter in a Hooters. And I would love to be the first. Uh, who am I getting texts from? Uh, oh, thanks. Someone from my work just hearing about my dad. So that's going on too. Still dueling, working through that every day. Um, you know, I really did. I did. I wrote the weed spectacular, highlighted in this fluorescent green. I was really excited about today's show. And then I was like, you know, let me look this up. I already knew the story, I already told you the story. It's not a great story. Kids decided they were going to go look for weed at 420 every day. That's great. Guess what? If it would have been 355, guess what? 355 probably would have been it. Although 5 to 4 would have sounded better. Hey, it's it's 5 to 4. No, it's 355. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did I have written down? Um just go find an old mechanical broken watch and set it to 420 and wear it around. People go, what time is it? I go 420 and they'll go. And if they go, no, it's not. Like if it's early morning. And they're like, do you know the time? Yeah, it's 420. Which people don't look at their wrists anymore to tell time. They look at their phones. 
But let's say you were with me because I do not. I'm not a smartwatch kind of guy. I'd much rather have mechanical watches. In fact, <clears throat> it's bugged me the last few months that I've had this thumb injury. Being left-handed, I wear watches on my right wrist, which because of the splint now cast that I'm going to have, I have been unable to. I was going to take and see if they could take like one of my cheap watches and like put it in the cast, cast so it was on the cast itself, the face of the watch. And then they could just, I don't know if they could cut around that afterwards, but I'm not going to do that because that would take time and effort, and I don't want to spend that on this. Uh, let's see, what else about 420? So they never found the thing, these kids, and it just became synonymous. And now people, 420 just means do you want, it would be like saying do you want to do a, a smoke break. If you, if you walk by someone and go 420, it would be like saying smoke break and them saying yes. So 420 has nothing to do anymore with the time of day. At least that is the research that I did. I would have thought, I don't, to me it never was a time of day. If I was saying 420, then I was going to smoke weed. Just, I like announcing it. It's like, yeah, that was my mouth. Mm -hmm. Now you know why Bobby is such a happy, happy lady. I was talking about when I perform oral on her, in case you weren't following. I believe there's some of you that in the society, the Virginiuses that would not understand, and they still, when I say oral, they're not going to understand. Cunnilingus, maybe? I don't know. You, It's, no, I'm not even going to try to explain. For the stoners, you know what I meant. So, hello, Bobby. Uh, let's see what else. I told you that I was trying to watch a whole bunch of movies. Nope, I'll get to that in a second. I got to get back to the, the 5 o'clock somewhere. Bobby and I have that talk all the time. Because I don't drink like mimosas and things. So if we do the show on Sunday morning, often we will get up. You either go or watch church on television, or church is broadcast. So we either go in person or we watch it uh, on TV, and then we start drinking slash smoking, and then we'll do our show afterwards. So Bobby will generally have a mimosa to kick things off. I generally have a shot of Fireball, and then I'll turn to smoking. You know, just our silly, but it doesn't matter because sometimes it's, oh, it feels so weird. It's because we have started drinking like <clears throat> prior to 7 a.m. And I told Bobby, I go, if it makes you feel any better, just trick yourself into believing you never stopped drinking from last night. And she's like, oh, I can do that. I'm like, perfect. So that's all you have to do. Shape the story to fit the narrative that you want. Man, I believe that this is very good cursive, but it may be so good that I can't read it in this light. There is apologizing out the plant. What the fuck? I don't. There is apologizing. Uh, Richard is. I don't know what... Oh! I do know what that means. It's Terry. 
There is. See, I can't even read. It's Terry. I think it's Terry Gar that was in it. I was going to mention I tried to watch some movies. Tried to watch Top Gun. Uh, made it to his motors, <clears throat> motorcycle drive up uh, to, to Miramar. It's a Top Gun there where he's pulling up. Um, I try to get through a lot of movies. I can't even remember them all. I did buy and watch Close Encounters. I love that movie. I remember seeing it at Glenwood Theater here in Kansas City. Iconic theater uh, from the Kansas City area in the 70s, 80s, 90s, I believe, is when it started to fizzle out and then was gone. But as I was growing up, it was amazing. So I would have seen that probably... I remember. I I remember the night. It was still cold out. Because in those days... You didn't have many, very many screens, so you had a a limited number of screens. I believe this theater had two screens at the time. They had a gigantic theater that was used for conference. I mean, it was an old time. It was there was no aisle down the middle, so like some of these rows were like seventy across, seventy like seats across. I believe. Of course, I could miss. I, they were. I would. I, now I'm going to have to try to find that out. And I do know someone I can find out all these facts from. But it was an amazing theater. They were these beautiful, comfy, velvet seats. It was just an amazing place. They had the big curtain. Just an amazing place. Out when you would buy a ticket, you would come in, and it was basically a big, round, dome entry area with a gigantic chandelier above it. And then the concession stand was circular in the middle, which was weird for that time. <clears throat> and so I remember it being packed. I remember it being cold. I mean, I remember being inside, but every time the door would open, which would be quite often, or if the line was going out the door, because it was packed, that I could, I mean, I even remember the, 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 chill and what's weird is i remember that i remember the i don't remember seeing the movie in the theater i mean i remember the movie itself being absorbed by the movie but i remember leading up to that and how amazing that was that was so impactful but i mean i see that now and i'm like you know that's when i picture it when i picture an alien craft landing in front of me and i going to get on it that that's when I was watching, I was like, that is exactly what I see in my mind. Now I know that's why I see that in my mind because that was implanted there when I was 10 when that movie came out and it was amazing. So the one thing about a, a UFO, so if it lands, generally the doors open and for whatever reason, there seems to be an inordinate amount of steam that is coming, like, <clears throat> when the atmosphere from inside the craft, the alien craft, meets our atmosphere, there seems to be an inordinate amount of vapor in the air, whatever that may be. I'm calling it steam. I may be misidentifying it. It could actually be smoke. It could be visible farts. I mean, I don't know what you can see in space. I don't know. But my thought is 
how about if for some reason it's cold on? Because that would be my drawback. Like if I started walking towards the craft. So regardless of whether I'm by myself or Bobby's with me or there's a lot of people or no one around, if the determining factor whether I get on the craft will not be what they look like, do not... Do not judge someone based on the way they look, okay? People, fucking racist out there listening to this program. If you're a racist and you're listening to this program, don't listen to it. How's that? Fuckers. Because you'd look at an alien and you'd be like, I know, I'm not going to like him. His eyes are too big and his head's too round. Which, oddly enough, I believe has been said to me on more than one occasion. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, if I walked up there and it was there was a chill coming out of the craft, even if they explained to me, even if someone as hot as my wife, if a clone of Bobby came off the craft, looks exactly like Bobby. From now or any point that I've known her. Only since I've known her, because if you go back too far before I know her, then she gets too young, and then there's legal things, and there's, it gets weird, and I don't like it. She doesn't like it. I think I like it more than she does. I don't know. Now I'm all confused. What was I saying? Oh, my gosh. This is why I need a producer. Ugh, heck. Anywho, so some hottie looks just like Bobby. Comes comes off. And she's naked. I should mention that. Because I want you to understand how, ugh, how badly I want to get in this on this craft. <laughs> See what I did there? I should have used one of these, but I'm too late. Sorry. So how badly I want to get on this craft. See, I want to get on the craft. Even if I don't know. Even if it's the alien from the movie Aliens. And that's who sticks their head out and like motions at me to come. And then the acidic drools coming off and melt in my driveway or wherever the asphalt, wherever we are. I would probably, if it was warm enough on the craft, I would probably still get on. Like I say, I am not going to judge. So just because you have acidic drool, I am not going to judge your character based on your acidic drool. And if anyone else judges you on that, fuck them. And you can tell them that. Whatever language you happen to... I don't know if that is like an alien language. What I will say, it's like an alien language that has never been heard on film or small screen. To my knowledge, that type of alien language. But I believe it probably would be. Um, So I'm not going to judge... An alien because of the way they look. I will, however, judge the fucking shit out of them if it's too cold on there. Like if I got if I got to the craft and I saw like on the inside, I saw like a little thermostat, and I knew as a did I just say thermostat? Uh, thermostat, as some people say. Not everyone. Some people say thermostat. I guess I'm one of them. Some people say thermostat. Now it's gotten in my head. 
Whatever the thing that gauges temperature in a digital format, allowing me to read it from a distance before I get on the craft, that's what I see. And if it said anything, if it said 69, I would be like, you guys are hilarious and get on. However, if the actual temperature was 69, I would I would be very vocal before we leave that that would be a problem for me. I would talk to these aliens in whichever way I needed to talk to them. And I would explain to them that no matter how hilarious I think it is that they have set their craft to 69 degrees, I'm going to need it to be warmer if I'm going to travel. Or unless they have like just totally next-gen like heated thermal clothing that is like super comfortable but super warm but not so warm that you're gonna sweat but warm enough that you just feel like you're you're being you're suckling the the tea to heat and warmth itself i have a chubby right now because i was talking about that i'm just kidding i don't but i will if i think and now I do. Um, so someone as hot as Bobby comes off and they get on the, and they come down and they go, hey, you should get on here. And I'd be like, I really want to because, man, you're amazing. You look just like my wife. So I'm totally into you. Um, and and then I'd be like, but it seems like it's a little chilly on there. because And she, and she would probably say, well, how do you know? I'd be like, well, you're nipping out like hard. Or actually what I would say, because if she looks like my wife to entice me, I would assume that she would understand the way my wife and I communicate with each other. And so I would have just said, she'd be like, well, how do you know it's cold on the ship? I would have been like, well, 10,000 likes, 10,000 likes. I always tell Bobby that if she ever wants to get 10,000 likes on an Instagram photo, all you have to do is be nipping out. And she would immediately get, that's all you need. I believe that's the algorithm. Once your picture is scanned in, if there's just even the slightest hint of you nipping out, you're going to get 10,000 likes. And you're like, I don't believe you, Ro. Well, go look at my picture that got 11,462 likes. I have no shirt on and I'm nipping out so hard I could cut glass. I'm just kidding. I didn't really post one. But I do think that someday I should. And I'm going to test that. I'm going to post a picture of me nipping out. I'm going to post a picture of Bobby nipping out. Because both of us would think it was very weird if I posted a picture of someone else nipping out. So I post a picture of her and we'll see who gets the most likes. I would surmise that it's going to be Bobby by a long shot. By at least 69 votes. Or likes. Or little hearts. So I gotta tell this tramp that just got off this fucking UFO. And she wants me back. She's like... She's like if Bobby suddenly had Megan the Stallion's mouth and lyrics in her head. Because it's me sending Megan the Stallion lyrics to Bobby, not the other way around. And then I have to explain 
that when I'm talking about my pussy, I'm talking about her pussy. And it's, I will tell you, just like on this show where it seems to lose some of its effect by me explaining it, it is exactly like that in real life, too. Just so you know. Anywho, so then this girl, she's like, I know that it's only like 55 degrees on our on our spacecraft, but everyone looks exactly like me, and we need your seed. And I'd be like, ha, joke's on you. You should have known. I had a vasectomy. And they'd be like, ha, joke's on you. We did know that when we did all of our uh, anal probings of you, which would explain my restlessness when I sleep, honestly. But it would be funny if they said, we reversed your vasectomy. I'd be like, I'm sorry, say what? Although I do say this, if I had it to do over again, I would just pump out children with Bobby. And if they were space children, like like they were like Bobby, but, but like aliens that look like Bobby. And then... They could do something with my junk to make it work again. Then a rat tat tat. I would be. I would be. Oh, the amazing space aliens! It would literally be like that movie Star Child. I think that was a movie back in the eighties with Jeff. Someone. Jeff Daniels. Nope. Maybe. I don't know. I'm stoned. It's 420, motherfuckers. Of course I'm stoned. Um, Man, I'm kind of angry. Well, I am angry at this cart. I can't... Oh, yeah, because the battery was dead. I do have flour. But here's the thing. I don't know how... It is very difficult for me with my gimpy hands. I really am operating with like 0.75 hands right now. Because I would say my left hand, which is my dominant hand, which would be... Right now, consider my good hand, just meaning it is not wearing a cast or splint of any time type at this time. It's probably still only 50% functional to how it, the dexterity, the way it works, at least from what Bobby says. I was going to go further with that and, yeah. I don't know what's going See, now I'm frustrated. I am going to try to see if my... And I'm going to try to do this while I continue to talk to you. We're going to see how multifaceted I can be and do things. So anyway, we're back to these fucking nympho... Oh, that would be kind of awesome, though. And I wonder if Bobby would be mad. This is something that we need to readdress. We have talked about me being abducted by aliens. And not abducted. Because abducted makes it sound like I wouldn't willingly go. And I sure as shit would willingly go. And Bobby knows that I love her. I would, I want to, I do hope there's an eternity where I get to spend it with her. I do know that she does not hope that same way because she doesn't even want to spend an extra 40 hours a week with me. That's another story. You should listen to our podcast. We talk about it sometimes. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I sure should, if there is a UFO and they don't even have to be aliens that are nymphomaniacs that look like Bobby, I will say that would. That would fucking be it. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Now I have, 
I almost every day I wake up and hope that aliens arrive here. Not like in a bad way. I don't think they would come and start stuff. I also don't know. If they're aware of us not just stopping by. Like, you know how, like, if you're on a trip, and a road trip, if people remember what those are, and you see, like, a, what were they called in the South? Um, they had Stuckies in the Midwest, and then, I can't remember the ones that were in the, but let's just say that, you know, it, Ugh, excuse me. I got to light up. That's what I'm going to do. This is going to get me back in the flow of this show, or it's not, and it's 420, so fucking join me. Because this is a stoner's holiday, man. Uh, yummy, yummy. Um... Okay, I don't know why I was talking about road trips. <clears throat> but if, I'm just telling you, I would, oh, that's what I was going to say. That's how I was using the road trip. Sorry. See, it does help. I do focus when I smoke. Give me another second. And it, I should take a picture of how I have to hold my pipe now. Hey, thanks for letting me indulge. Oh, yeah. So what I was going to say, so if aliens had intent to come here to Earth, I do not think they would come in a... <clears throat> I don't think they would come in a... I, in a violent, predatory type <clears throat> of arrival. Now, what I was going to say... Like, if you were ever driving down the road on an old road trip and saw, like, a Stuckies, and they had stuff to do on the inside and things, or you saw the biggest ball of twine, or you saw an alligator farm, or a rattlesnake farm, or whatever the fuck goes on in America that you see, and you were, oh, I didn't know about that, and you just decide to stop, you may be m less interested in how you interact with that place than if it was a destination. I don't think aliens would just be flying by and see this planet and be like, I mean, if you're flying through our solar system or if you can see our solar system, I do not think that the war, that the Earth would be the one that would be eye-catching. It would be Saturn. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Jupiter, look how big that is. I don't know. I I mean, I understand, whatever. So anyway, if they mistakenly come here, we could be in trouble. If they come here on purpose again, see what I did there? If they come back, then I don't think we have anything to worry about. Um, I was going to say for the drinking and smoking that I was talking about earlier where it doesn't matter time frame, just do it. That should be your motto if you see a UFO. Now, I have seen a UFO. Bobby has seen a UFO. When we discuss our UFO sightings, one of us is believed and one of us is not. 
And I don't get it. So, and I will not, I will need Bobby to fully describe the UFO that she saw. It was during broad daylight. It was in the sky. She saw it. It was something that drew her attention. I believe, I would need to confirm with her, I believe that that was about the extent of the story. The UFO that I saw, I was with two other people in my Jeep, top off, summertime. I could probably get, I know this summer, so I could nail it down, I could get it down to within a few months. And we were driving down Antioch Road in Overland Park, Kansas on a Friday or Saturday night. So this is another way that I could figure this out when it happened and narrow it down is because I know that it was a Friday or Saturday night because we're going out to Westport, which is a place where you go out Friday and Saturday nights. Um And the person that did the weather back at that time would have either been, you're either a weekend weather person or a weekday weather person. And I know who it was, Brian Busby, KBC Channel 9 in Kansas City, who's still there, I believe, was the weatherman that talked about this. And I should try to get them on the podcast. That would be great. I'm going to make that note. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Anywho, we're driving down. It's myself, my cousin, and his girlfriend at the time. We're driving down Antioch, and there is a light, what appears to be like a fireball, a comet or something. It just looked like a bright pin light flying through the sky. Nothing huge, but it was bright enough, moving at enough velocity that not only myself, my cousin, and his girlfriend in a topless Jeep recognized it, but so did the rest of the traffic. This is a, a, now it's 45 miles an hour. I think it was back then. It was at least 35 miles an hour for um, Antioch back then. I think it was still 45 at that time. <clears throat> that being said, not just us, all the traffic on Antioch at that time came to a stop and was watching this thing. So we went out, um, let's see, 19... 90. So this would have been 90 or 91. I think this was the summer of 1990. I'm going to go ahead and try to nail this down. I think this was the summer of 1990 when this happened. But the next night, so we would have gone out on a Friday. So it would have happened on a Friday because Saturday, because the next night is when it could have been a Sunday night news, but it would have been a weekend news nonetheless. Brian Busby came on the news, and I had the news on. I actually worked at a video store, so it could have just been on the background. And I remember them saying there were a lot of calls from the Kansas City area discussing a UFO sighting. We did some checking, blah, 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 blah. This is, you know, 1990, before the internet, or at least the internet was in wide use. This is what something, someone could have just Googled this and look it up. Oh, MUFON, what happened? And they said they did some research and it was space junk falling out of the sky. The problem was that this object, and I have seen videos on YouTube of similar object. It was doing like a straight line, then it would stop and do all these crazy maneuvers 
and then take off and go off in a different direction. And that's not, to my knowledge, I am unaware of space junk that falls at a near parallel to the ground trajectory, comes to a stop, makes maneuvers like nothing I've ever seen before. And in a space, because this was so far away and so small, for us to be even to comprehend that it was covering space would have had to been a tremendous amount of space. Because if it was miles off in the distance, if it's only moving 15 or 20 feet, we are not going to be aware. We would not notice that because of the bright light. So this was doing it in a a geographical area that would seem to have been somewhat immense. So I tell this story. I tell Brian Busby, a weatherman here in Kansas City who's still on the air, was the one that perked my interest and was like, uh, no. I mean, I don't know what it was. That's why it's a UFO. I just know that it was not space junk. Let me rephrase. I am 99.9% sure that was not space junk, at least not space junk, that I would be aware of the physics that would cause that. That being said, Bobby saw something in the sky during the daytime. And everyone's like, oh my God, Bobby, you saw a UFO. And then I tell my story and everyone's like, "Uh, well, it was probably space junk then. No, it wasn't space. Oh my gosh. I'm not discounting Bobby's story, but this is also the person that said that while she was traveling from Kansas City to Wichita down Interstate 35, which is a turnpike. And I mention that because maybe things happen on turnpikes that do not happen on regular interstates. That I do not know. That I did not research. Bobby will swear to you that she was driving and she saw a dead kangaroo on the side of the road. There was a pause there because I didn't know which button to push. And what I decided was... None of them were appropriate. The trombone, the applause, the laughter, the rim shot, the crickets, the bong rip, the mystery. None of those were appropriate for that. But like if I said that I was driving to Colorado on Interstate 70 Turnpike, I think that's a Turnpike 70, Either way, whatever 70 is, interstate. And I said I saw a dead kangaroo on the side of the road. People would be like, so you were stoned and driving. And I'd be like, no. But yet, she swears. And that, and that's, and I, I go, so where do you think it came from? And that's really the best. I do love my wife for so many reasons, and one is her creativity. I mean, she is very creative in the ways that she has to put up with me, so I applaud her for that. But additionally, I would be like, well, so there was a kangaroo. I go, where do you think? Well, maybe it came from a game reserve. Oh, okay. The Outback Game Reserve. And I'm not saying there's not one in 
Kansas City, I mean, in Kansas somewhere near the Turnpike. I will say that I am not aware of one near there. But I also don't know everything. I'm just a genius. Right, society? And then... The other stories would be a circus train was passing by and escapes and got hit by a car. Um, Just a circus truck was traveling and it escaped. Uh, I think there's a carnival, a petting zoo. So there are many different stories. But here's the one thing. If you were driving, I will speak for myself. If I were driving and I struck an animal, which I believe to be a kangaroo, I would probably stop in any case uh, because I would feel really bad, especially if it was an animal of any size that you may not, like if it was a raccoon and you probably killed it instantly, that may be one thing, but if it's an animal of any size... You know, if it's a deer and it's not dead, you, you if you have the ability to put it out of its misery, if you're out somewhere in the country or law enforcement, they can stop by and, and take care of that as well. I would just, myself, if I was w- driving and struck an animal that I feared to be a kangaroo, I would 100% stop. Well, I will tell you this. I stopped. I drove when I think I was living, when we moved from Wichita to Kansas City in 2000, uh, summer of 99. I think that was right. Summer of 99. Bobby got a job up in Kansas City before I did. She moved up and was living with my parents, and I was traveling from our place back and forth. It was about three hours. And I was driving, and I remember there was a van very far ahead of me. And we do have antelope. In, Can- in Kansas, on the prairies. And I remember seeing, the van was just way far ahead, but I remember seeing the brake lights come on and it dip hard. Like, you could tell it hit its brakes hard. And, it, and something just exploded. And the antelopes aren't that big. I mean, uh, I don't know their size and their weight, but they're, it's not like it's a deer. It would be, it's very small. But this thing exploded when it hit the van. So I actually stopped to make sure that they are all right and things like that. It was also, this was at a time where cell phones were still not, not everyone carried a cell phone. So if someone needed an emergency or if there was an injury or they couldn't proceed on, then, so I, I did stop. And I sure, I stopped because something exploded. The reason I knew it was an antelope is because I saw the explosion, the exploded, the body, post-mortem. I saw it and was able to identify it as such. I sure as shit if I thought that I had hit a kangaroo because kangaroos are big. Unless you hit a baby, then how do you know it's a kangaroo if it's a baby? I mean, if you're driving that fast, the only way I would know was a kangaroo and not like a deer or something is if if it was big. If it was small, I would be like, whoa, what was that? I don't think I would jump to kangaroo. And once again, I am not saying she did not see a kangaroo. I am 100% not saying that. I am going to say 
that is a gigantic leap. That is one thing I should Google. Has a kangaroo carcass ever been found in Kansas? Which I'm afraid if I do that, that the authorities may show up and be like, what the fuck are you Googling that for? Like, I may I may have to do like a 72-hour mandatory visit somewhere if I Google that. That being said, if I ask to borrow your phone personally, like if you and I come in contact and I ask to use your phone in the next few days, probably best not to allow me to do that. Or if I ask to use any device that would have access to the internet, my suggestion to you as friend or foe would be not to allow me to do that. It will probably end up being more trouble than it's worth. Uh, what else do we have? Nothing else. I'm going to cut this right at an hour, which is for a couple minutes into an hour. Um, didn't really say anything to Tim. Tim, hey. And I was going to say Tim, which I will. I But I feel like I need to do that more of an annoyance to Tim then I need to do that as an actual salutation to Tim. I believe that it would be better served as an annoyance, like at the most inappropriate time. I don't know when that would be, but I guarantee you when I do identify that time, I will let you all know as well. I'm going to turn the page and see what I have for Thursday. Wow. Thursday, tomorrow. Or two days in my case. So I still got some time to work on this. I don't have a single note for Thursday. That's weird. Do I have anything for Friday? Nothing for Friday either. So I will tell you, a week from Friday will be episode 69. So that will be fun. So it will be the 3435 episode where we're going to break down the entire video. And yes, I have already pointed out that it may be a three-hour-long podcast about a six-minute-long music video. That being said, there's a lot to digest and pick apart there. And I'm not just talking... I am just talking visually. And so it is going to be long. So that's going to be... Next week, we're also going to have, I don't know if it'll be a crossover show again. That just makes it easier for me, which is good. Wink, wink. Um, I will say that our children, they will be on the show this weekend, at least with me. I don't know if Bobby's going out of town or not. I do have John Humphrey that will be actually in studio. Yes, I know that's my house. We'll be in studio. The last interview with John, great interview. I thought that the uh, we had a bad connection. And I was not aware of how poor the connection was until actually I had posted the audio. So I'd put out two shows that day. So that being said, there will be a couple of interviews that will happen. Uh, maybe Cran Organic guys. We've been trying to do something with them. It is 420, so they are swamped, especially being a new cannabis uh, business in Missouri. It's, it's. I understand if they are unavailable this weekend. Because if nothing more, they may just want to take a breath, which I understand. But maybe they can take a breath with me. 
Anyway, I'm going to cut this right at the one hour mark. Thank you all for listening. Please continue to listen. Please continue to follow, share, follow me on Instagram. Oh, Thursday, we're going to start talking about my body. I just started uh, my workouts again, so I've been off since my surgery, so I've changed them. We'll talk about that next time. Talk to you later.